your Locked On The Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, and I'm a Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thank you for making Locked on Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you enjoy what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, and Odyssey. Doing so is completely free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. Most of all, though, we just love and appreciate your support, so please keep on listening, keep on subscribing, and sharing in all the greatness that is Winnipeg Jets hockey. Today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. The holidays are right around the corner, and finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send to friends and family with an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. Stay tuned to hear more about what this package entails and why Omaha Steaks is the perfect holiday gift for that special someone. On tonight's podcast, it is going to be a pretty monstrous show. We have a massive announcement, and I wanted to explore that along with the ramifications, as well as what's going to happen for the rest of the season, and then talk a little bit about tonight's game against the Washington Capitals, giving a few live reactions because this game has direct uh, consequences as a result of what has happened today. And in case you haven't heard or you're still wondering, it is that Paul Maurice has actually resigned as head coach of the Jets. In a stunning move that I'm not really sure anyone predicted, Maurice has actually stepped down. Last night, there was a tweet circulating that was suggesting the Jets might be in line for some kind of a change. But oftentimes, when we talk about shakeups with the Jets, it's not really clear what that means. And so I think a lot of us were kind of like, well, are they trading somebody that we like? Is the front office being cleaned out? What's happening? And there was no real uh, specific detail given. It was just a very vague tweet. And so it left us all speculating. Maybe Paul Maurice would finally get canned. Maybe the lack of performance this year was the uh, the final nail in the coffin. But what I don't think anyone expected was for Maurice to essentially put himself aside and say, uh, you know, this is not really working under me. It's time for me to leave. I'm not really sure that we've seen a coach do this before. And with Maurice, I think there's a lot of mixed feelings on it, in part because in my mind, I don't know that he was ever really getting fired, except if the Jets were to have like a 10-game a losing streak or something. So he probably knew the team was going to be mediocre this year, and he's been, you know, coaching this team for many, many seasons already, so it's not like he hasn't coached through a lot of this core's most valuable prime years, which makes his departure kind of uh, interesting, I guess. I feel like whoever inherits this team now has a pretty monumental task to try and get the team back in order. I think a lot of his tactical decisions and things weren't really um, concepts that I was a fan of, and I think the team itself maybe started to turn away from uh, agreeing with a lot of his decisions. You know, some of the players seemingly were pretty irritated. The past couple of press conferences they've given, I didn't get the vibe that they were super happy. And so this is interesting. It, it could be that Maurice maybe had some dissent in a locker room. I know that the players have had disagreements with one another and with a coaching staff previously. That's kind of part of the whole office politics, and certainly uh, the locker room is no different. 
For tonight's game, I'm not sure how much is going to change. Dave Lowry is going to be stepping into the interim head coach role, and he will apparently be the coach for the remainder of the year, which is interesting, I guess. Uh, I don't know that much about Dave and what he would want to do with this team. I, I doubt that we're going to see a lot change in you know uh, less than like 24 hours. It'd be crazy if there were mass changes to how the Jets are playing, especially with very limited practice time. So, yeah, I I'm not sure what we're going to see tonight. If they do make any adjustments, I think one of the big ones is going to have to come on the penalty kill because this Caps power play is super lethal. And Ovechkin is definitely looking to set a milestone marker tonight, so obviously the Jets are going to have to be really careful and, and avoid uh, basically staying out of the box as much as humanly possible, avoid taking penalties. Um, but aside from that, I just don't really know how much could possibly change. Lowry's philosophy could be very different than what Maurice believes in. I don't know yet. It'll take a couple of games for us to start to feel out what exactly Dave wants to do. Uh, but Charlie Huddy is still here. Uh, Dave Lowry is still here, of course. And there was a, a tweet about potentially Randy Carlisle at some point getting the interim tag if he were to join the organization. I hope that's not true. I don't really think Carlisle would be a good coach at all. In fact, I would probably take Paul Maurice over Carlisle 10 times out of 10, which kind of says a lot about where Carlisle is at this stage. But aside from that, you know, the Jets have a lot of work to do. I think the players recognize that. The coaching staff recognizes that. And uh, it's not going to be an easy process. I think the next few weeks are probably going to be a bit chaotic. The one, I guess, positive thing you could say is that, you know, Maurice resigned, what, 26 or 27 games into the season. That means there's well over half of the season remaining. So this is early enough to where the Jets could conceivably climb out of the early hole that they've dug themselves if they can get things back on track. If Maurice had stuck around and was in danger of getting fired towards the mid-portion of the season, Winnipeg would probably be at the point where a coaching change probably wouldn't be enough to salvage the situation, but seeing as how Maurice has stepped away so early into the season, maybe the Jets can turn things around. I'm I'm not 100% convinced Lowry is going to be the guy to get the most out of this team. I think for uh, many of us, we're kind of looking for a really progressive, really offensively focused coach who can kind of look at this team, set up the lineup in such a way that you get the most value out of your first three lines, and a, a coach that can also recognize that the Jets D needs to be more aggressive, that they need to be more um, involved in the action in part because defensively this team still struggles inside its own zone. So if Winnipeg can find a way to work around some of its inherent flaws and uh, if Lowry can kind of maximize the offensive value that everyone's bringing and we have some new lineups that are, are more optimal, you know, this Jets team might improve rapidly. I don't know. There's a lot that's unknown, and I'll talk a little bit about what adjustments we might see over the next few weeks in just a moment. But before then, I thought you should hear a little bit more about Omaha Steaks' perfect gift package and why it should be a go-to choice for your holiday gifting idea. Few things in life are better than opening a Christmas present only to unwrap a brand new set of Omaha Steaks. If you've never had Omaha Steaks, I can personally attest to just how delicious they are. They're always fresh, easy to make, and they always come with some truly delicious side dishes. The holidays are just around the corner, and finding that perfect gift can be tricky. So stop searching and shop with Omaha Steaks for your friends and family. To get started, go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous Baker Wrap Filet Mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use code NHL, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We all know that during COVID, there are plenty of uh, shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Shop today. 
Order the perfect gift package at omahasteaks.com, and don't forget, you'll get eight free burgers when using promo code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, 100% guaranteed. Go to omahasteaks.com, keyword NHL, to make sure you get the perfect gift package. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Or honestly, even better than your favorite candy bar. Built Bar, filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, fat, and guilt. You get the best of both worlds because it's delicious and healthy. You have so many flavors to choose from. Are you up for raspberry or mint brownie? Maybe cherry or double chocolate? You might even be up for cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie. Don't tell your family your favorite flavor, though. You might just spark a debate at the next family dinner. Built Bars give you that extra energy you need to bust down these mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just stuck standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. Throw one in your jacket or purse because you never know when you'll need it. Make sure to tell Santa to drop a few extra Built Bars in your stocking before the holidays roll around. Whether you want to enjoy your Built Bar plain or even dip it in hot chocolate for an extra gooey flavor, it's the perfect holiday treat. Go to Built.com and be sure to use promo code LOCKED15 at checkout and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, that is LOCKED15 at checkout for 15% off at Built.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. Thanks for making Locked on Jets your first listen of the day every day. We are currently discussing uh, the aftermath of Paul Maurice's resignation from the Jets. If you somehow missed that announcement this morning, it uh, obviously has been all over Jets Twitter and certainly on our social media accounts. So it's been a pretty crazy day. I think that there's a lot going on. Uh, But you might be wondering, what exactly does this mean for the Jets going forward? So honestly, I think a lot of us don't really know. You know, Dave Lowry's kind of a mystery in terms of head coaching ability. We don't really know what adjustments he'll want to make immediately. Um, we could see a change to how the Jets organize their breakouts. Maybe the penalty kill might change. We don't 100% know yet. But in terms of the lineups, we could see some adjustments early on. I would like to see uh, Connor Dubois and Zvechnikov remain a permanent line. We might also see Blake Wheeler not get as much ice time as he used to once he's back healthy. Although when exactly that would be still remains a mystery. We don't know how long Wheeler's going to be out for, but it is expected to be weeks. So until then, the Jets are going to have to make do. And I think the Jets could probably come up with some much better um, lineup arrangements. I think David Gustafson is projected to be in tonight, which would be great for Winnipeg. Gus is obviously a really important player for the Moose, and it does seem like he has a lot of potential to be a really good middle six option for Winnipeg center depth. Thinking ahead, though, let's just assume that Dave Lowry is not, in fact, uh, the most ideal head coaching candidate. And if we assume that he's not surviving past this season um, in anything more than an interim role, then I would imagine the Jets want to hire somebody that they feel they can trust and that they have at least some connection to, which, you know, Randy Carlisle seems to be one option. I would be extremely against that, even if Chipman and the ownership has connections to Carlisle. I think Randy is not suitable for what the Jets need. And like I said earlier, I'd take Paul Maurice over Randy all day, which doesn't say a lot, but you know, also says volumes about where Carlisle's ability as a coach is. And so, you know, as far as what I want from Winnipeg, we want a coach that's going to be more aggressive somebody who can sort of work around the penalty kills issues and help sort out the special team's weaknesses, a a coach that understands the weaknesses and strengths of this roster and tries to uh, put a focus on the best elements. I think a coach that favors high event hockey, sort of like Bruce Boudreau, would probably be a really good fit. There aren't a ton of candidates right now that I think would be amazing, amazing choices. 
Boudreaux would have been one of the earliest choices if Winnipeg had seen that Maurice resign a couple weeks ago, but obviously that's not going to be the situation. And so as far as like high event coaches out there, I mean, Claude Julian might be an option. There are a few other coaches that folks have suggested, but beyond that, I think it's mostly guys who don't really have any real NHL head coaching experience. Winnipeg might be wanting to take a punt on somebody from the minor leagues or even from the NCAA circuit, somebody that hasn't maybe been around the NHL as much and could bring a fresh perspective. I don't really want like a Quinn style of coach. I think Quinn wasn't really prepared to manage the Rangers and it showed in the lack of tactical awareness and certainly in his lineup selections, I think they were pretty bad. Uh, Travis Green also off my list. I didn't think Green was particularly great for the Canucks. I know that Travis was dealt a pretty crap hand by Canucks ownership and management, but with all that said, I also didn't feel like what he did was all that impressive. So yeah, you know, I think a lot of it's just going to be a bit of a wait-and-see situation. The coaching carousel is likely to continue in this offseason, and maybe there will be a really good candidate who appears and makes the Jets a true contender. But until that point, I don't really know who the Jets would be interested in. Dave Lowry has a, a monumental task ahead of him. I, I think off the bat, we might see a more aggressive team. If Lowry understands the Jets are not exactly a team that can defend deep, that would be great, you know, uh, up the pressure, up the intensity, up the speed. I think that's something Lowry is probably keenly aware needs to happen anyways. You know, even Maurice admitted the team was a step behind in a number of, number of its previous games. So it'd be cool if the Jets were more aggressive. If the D jumped into the buildup a lot more frequently, that would be great. I would also like to see the penalty kill be more aggressive. The current uh, structure is very passive, and it gives opponents way too much shooting space and way too many um, opportunities to pass to open uh, shooters and stuff like that. So Winnipeg needs to work on that. And in general, I just think the team needs some kind of a direction and a voice. Recently, it just feels like the team has become very static and uh, maybe, I don't know if it's disconnected or something like that or, or even dispassionate, but... Winnipeg just hasn't felt very energized over the past few weeks, and the, the losses to teams like Buffalo and Arizona really can't be helping that. I don't think Winnipeg is going to have an immediate improvement in on-ice performance, but over the weeks, the Jets might be a little bit better to watch. I don't know. It's, again, a lot of, uh, a lot of question marks with this team and ultimately what kind of coach they would want to bring in long-term. Lowry has been given the green light to be auditioning for the role, but I'd be surprised if he ends up winning it. I think the Jets probably need a more established head coach and somebody who really brings some great offensive schemes and concepts because Winnipeg still has a chance to be a really good squad under the right manager and maybe somebody who's closer to a Mike Sullivan. Give us that aggressive, progressive mindset, and I think the Jets will be a lot more watchable. I'd love to know who you want coaching the Jets. Be sure to let me know at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. We are now going to move, though, towards tonight's game and talk a little bit about how the Jets have played so far, maybe through a period or two. This is against the Capitals, and it'll be Dave Lowry's first game as head coach of the Jets. Before we go any further, though, I thought you should hear a little bit about BetOnline.ag and why they should be your number one destination during the holiday season for all of your online betting needs. BetOnline has you covered all season for more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Not into football? No problem, because BetOnline has you covered for all of the other sports action you could possibly want. It should be your number one destination for all your online betting needs. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. 
From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Whether you want to play some bets on a Baltimore Ravens game, or you're more interested in who might be your standout scorer from the next Winnipeg Jets outing, BetOnline should be the only place you place your online bets on that next hotly anticipated game. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action, so don't hesitate to sign up today for a free account, and be sure to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are closing out tonight with some early thoughts on Winnipeg's first game under brand new interim head coach Dave Lowry. The Jets have faced off against the uh, Washington Capitals. I will spoil it for you. The Jets lost 5-2. to two. And I'll have some more thoughts next week on a deeper look into this game. But right off the bat, you know, my overall impression was it, it was like an okay game. Uh, I think that there are some things that I'm not really caring for already, which... This is just Dave Lowry's first game, so I'm not going to use it as like the Bible by which I judge him completely. But some of the early trends do have me wondering a little bit, especially in terms of like time on ice deployment. One of the biggest issues I have is like Andrew Kopp and some of the depth players are getting lots of ice time, while, you know, the uh, the Zvechnikov, Dubois, and Connor line saw around 12 or so minutes of even strength ice time. And then with the Jets down one goal, they actually pulled Hellebuck about three minutes before the end of regulation, which seemed pretty premature. And of course, right after that, the Jets got caught and it turned into a goal against. So this first game, yeah, again, I don't want to read too, too much into it. But, you know, I'm getting the sense that if if Lowry is going to be the coach for the rest of the year, I don't think Winnipeg is in really that much of a position to be going for like a deep playoff run, especially if what we're seeing tonight is more of how he thinks about the game. If he likes those gritty, grindier guys like Cop, you know, I, I do like Cop in certain top six roles, but it has to be alongside skill. And that's not really the way that Cop is being deployed right now. So yeah, I, I don't know. I have a lot of mixed feelings on it. Obviously, it is just the first game. But I've never really been in love with most of Winnipeg's assistant coaching staff, so one of them becoming the head coach for me isn't really that much of a ringing endorsement. It's not like Charlie Huddy is becoming the head coach, but it's also not really that much of an improvement. Like, we're not getting Boost Boudreau or anything here. More than likely, Lowry will just be an interim coach, and at the end of the season, somebody better will hopefully step in. On the positive side, I could say that the Jets played fast, and I thought that there was a decent amount of aggression. Winnipeg's forecheck was uh, creating all sorts of pressure up and down the ice. I thought that the Jets down in the low slot area looked pretty decently dangerous. Vitek Vanacek had to make a ton of great saves, and I think Washington was probably a little bit fortunate that Winnipeg did not capitalize on one or two extra chances. It could have been a game that went to overtime. And I'll also say that Ehlers had himself a pretty monster game. I thought that was good. Hellebuck also looked really good on certain sequences. I thought he made some fantastic saves. But where I do have some issues with this performance kind of lies with the fact that the Jets definitely got outplayed by a Washington Capitals team down like four or five different starters. Kuzi's out, Backstrom's out, uh, Manta is out, you know, Tom Wilson's out. This is a team that basically had half of an AHL lineup in, and so for the Jets not to really take advantage I, again, I get it. it. It is Dave Lowry's first game. It's the first day on the job. It's only been a few hours, but still, even if Paul Maurice was head coach, I would not have been happy with this performance either. No matter who's in command, 
It just really shouldn't be this hard for the Jets to beat a team that honestly did not bring all that much skill up front. This is a team that should have been very vulnerable and beatable, and yet the Jets basically got outworked. Um, Certainly in the third period, the Jets got dominated inside the slot area, and it just felt like the Jets, I don't know, I thought it was mediocre overall from them, and some of their top players didn't really impress me. Mark Shifley just continues to be there, and that's about it. I don't even know what Shifley does half the time other than exist, and it's tiresome to go through this whole process with him year in and year out without much of a change. So I don't know what to do with Shifley. I know that he has phenomenal talent, and he has been a key offensive catalyst, but when he has these games, and they often outnumber any of his good games, it's just very difficult to see what his role with this team is. I feel like at some point he's going to move on from this franchise. I just don't know when it is, but by that time I think you know Winnipeg would be more than willing to part ways and find a center that's a little bit more responsible. Other than that, just broadly speaking, yeah, not the most inspiring performance. I, again, I don't want to use it as the, the, the benchmark for how I think Lowry is going to be, but early signs uh, a little bit concerning. So I'll have some more thoughts next Monday on this game, and we'll think about you know Winnipeg's next few games and how Lowry might approach this. I think it's going to be a bit of a rough start, but hopefully... The Jets can prove me wrong and turn things around before it gets out of hand. For tonight's podcast, though, that is going to do it. Thanks for making Locked on Jets your first listen of the day every day. Now make your second listen Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all your favorite platforms, so be sure to like and follow today. And as always, thank you for listening. Have a great night and go Jets go.